listening to Recap.fm's coverage of the Dark Crystal Age of Resistance. I'm Josh. I'm Seal. Let's talk about Prophets Don't Know Everything. Prophets know what they're told. Is that a... Right? Very nice. Yes. They know what they're told. That's right. If they ain't told, they don't know. Exactly. So, that's borderline prophetic, is what that is. (laughs) Freaking me out, man. I'm telling you. I almost feel like that's a prophet's humble brag, is what that is. Prophets don't know everything because i think if you're a prophet because we know a lot <laughs> exactly yeah you gotta be kind of full of yourself well sure i mean would it, it would be hard to stay humble in that gig wouldn't it because uh, you're getting information yeah you're privy to information that no one has that's right so you know and no I, one, I can see one getting a big head over it and no one else has it because they're small brains can't, can't handle it they can't handle it so, so after the barn burner of an episode, who that was that was episode seven was Yowza. We get episode eight. I'm like, okay, cool. Here we go. Maybe I'm going to catch my breath. But no, remember we said we're in the final act. There is no breath catching. Yeah, this is act three. This is here. The, curtain is open on act three. And, unless we're catching. Let's go. Unless we're catching the breath of Thraw. Which is you which? Know, you know, you see what I did there. I see what that you was did there. Good. <laughs> so we opened, that was more breathtaking. Yes, than catching though. Really? Yes. Yeah, I love that bit. Makes me wonder how how big is Thra? Maybe it's not so big. If they're able to traverse, of course you're you are seemingly traveling through the center of the Earth. Is at least that's what it seemed. You know? or, or close to it. And, you know, the awfully close to it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. point point to point, straight line, point to point. Yeah. It's going to be the shortest, right? Sure. Okay. Yeah, so, I, I kind of wondered that too. I often have this thought while watching the show. What if like, what if like, you know, we look at the show mm-hmm. and we see the Skeksis and the big. Mystics and we go, that's like a person size or bigger thing. Yeah. But what if it's not? What if they're like three inches tall? <laughs> right. Well, and, and. Thraw's like this little bitty tiny thing. Yeah. I mean, relatively it's it'd still be huge, but I I just like that's where my mind goes is what if a person landed on Thraw and they were like hundreds of feet tall compared to these things and just It's like a metropolitan it, it feels like it's the size of a metropol a normal size metropolitan city where you can travel from one side to the other in like an hour. Yeah, because I that's mean what it felt like you know, they're they're covering <laughs> a lot of ground unless Unless it's like the ancient world here where, you know, cradle of civilization, mankind had, you know, spent mm-hmm. a lot of time kind of concentrated in, in, a, sure. in a fairly small area compared to the rest of the planet. Mm-hmm. Maybe things have just sort of concentrated because everything revolves around the crystal, right? That's right. So it's it, it's actually a logical leap that, okay, well, all the all these civilizations have kind of sort of gravitated yeah, and stayed around. relatively close to the crystal. Mm-hmm. And so then maybe they're not literally covering the entire planet. And maybe time and space works differently. Could very well be. 
in the caverns. Could be. Know. We don't know. I don't know. But uh, it was certainly cool. Yeah. Well, Deet and Rian were concerned that now they had to spend all this time to go find the dual glaive mm-hmm. uh, and go to Groton. Yep. And they wouldn't have enough time to go try to save Brea. That's yeah. kind of what I got out of that. And uh, now the heretic's like, oh, no, 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 no. You know, you don't have to, you don't have to try, you don't have to walk, just follow. So it's like, no, no, we got a shortcut. Yeah. Right here. Right here. And Deet was surprised. He's like, oh, wait a minute. The breath of Thra reaches breath of- all the way here? Yeah. Like, she knows what it is. And I'm like, what is it? Will you tell me? Yeah. And and that was what was interesting, going along with what you're saying. You have you know, this cradle of civilization. You've got the seven clans. They're, they don't feel like they're that far away from each other. But still, I mean, but you're, still you're relatively talking, close. Yeah. I mean, but still, you know, it, it took them, you know, a matter of days. Sure. To get to where that. So, yeah, it's, it's, you know, it's, I think there's a sense of urgency here mm. that we don't have a day or two days or three days That's right. to go rescue our friend. We need to act now. Yeah. And so, I, and I appreciate And it's going to take us in Groton is perhaps seems like it's a further reach mm. than where they think they got to go. So they're, they're, they're forlorn. They're downtrodden that, Hey, we're going to waste all this time, but no back to the breath of the rock. Yeah. Which is interesting. I, I, think that it's interesting that Rianne didn't even know anything about it. So yeah. it, that was fascinating to me is like there are the, the, the natural inhabitants uh, of the, of the planet are unaware. It's just like us. We're unaware sure. of certain things and how well, certain things work or don't work. And it's like, it was a revelation to, to him as sure. it was to us. Well, and, and look at the way, look at the separation between the clans too. Yeah. They don't fully interact with one another. They each have their own customs and things that are unique to them. Mm-hmm. So it's in that respect entirely feasible that he just never heard of the thing yeah. because nobody from Grot ever mentioned it to anybody else because they're like, hey, this is our thing. Yeah. And which, we're not going to share it with you. Which is interesting based on the information we learned in the previous episode from the heretic and how it didn't directly say this, but in looking doing some my own research and looking at timelines and some of the mythology around the this dark crystal universe is the Gelfling weren't always segregated. They weren't always split up into the seven clans. Yeah. That was that was by design of the Skeksis. Right? They did that. Um so it's interesting to think on how now they would be unaware of certain things culturally within another sure. clan when it what that wasn't always the case, so the implications of that is there's history that's lost. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh yeah, which is true for us as well, and that sure. always fascinates me. It's like, but it it. I mean, those people in Oklahoma, I don't know what they do. <laughs> uh, that's kind of how I feel about Canadians. Uh, but are hey, they real? I don't know. All my I'm, brother claims to have lived there for two years for work, but I never saw it. I never went and visited, so I don't know. Here's the only thing I know to be true about Canadians. Because like you said, are they real? The only thing I know is that they're real nice and they're real friendly. Yeah. See see how I 
brought us brought back. Us back. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. Because I don't know how many people are from Canada that hey, are I, listening I, to this that took I, offense. It's like, no. I don't know, bro. No, delete this off of my podcast player yeah. right now. I don't want to listen to this no more. Making no, no. fun of Canadians. Hey, What's I, wrong with these guys? I, opened, I helped open an <laughs> IMAX theater. That's a Canadian company. And the, the engineers that came down from the Canada land to work <laughs> with us Did they were the it? coolest. They were the coolest dudes. Serious, straight up. Coolest dudes ever worked with so you know wonderful people did they bring any of that uh ham they call bacon that stuff's delicious especially on pizza with pineapples you don't like you don't like canadian bacon is this i like like their beer oh yeah i mean you know they like molson yeah 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 cool you know i mean that that molsonado man stuff's like liquor I mean, they gave us Bob and Doug McKenzie. They did. So, and hey, and the Trailer Park Boys. So they can't be. They've given us wonderful things, is what we're trying to say. (laughs) Hey, Uh, and they like hockey. And anybody that's a hockey fan is okay in my book. You know what I say? If you don't like Canadians, take off, eh? That's what I say. (laughs) Take off, you hose head. Boy, we've gone off the rails. We have gone way off the rails. What are we talking about? I don't know. But speaking of <laughs> speaking of cool lines and cool things to say, Agra had several uh, in this episode that I appreciate. Well, Agra tried. That's right. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, Agra is just ma- matter of fact. I mean, it, it with her, it is what it is. She's awesome. I'm going to try, but it's like she understands that once it's be outside of her realm of control, then it... <laughs> It is what it is. I can't do anything. Well, it's about like it. with Celadon. She's like, "All right, you're not going to cooperate. You're gone. Exactly. You're out of She's, here." She doesn't have time for it. So, so this episode opened directly after, I guess, the morning after the uh, zombification or the uh, the the taking over of the Gelflings at yeah. Stone in the Wood, and you have one of the. Um, the little critters, which I just forgot, just completely blanked out on the name of one of those critters uh, that that would connect itself to their head yeah, and the little mind control guys make them a threader. No, threader. Is that what it is? I think so. Yeah, threader. okay. Yeah. Um, that would completely take them over and make them part of the Aratham Collective. Uh, it was it. It was kind of interesting because it paints them as a little bit of a sympathetic character because they're just doing – that's what they do, right? That's their job. Well, I mean, it's with any creature, right? I mean, if that's their nature, that's their nature. Sure. Uh, but there was one kind of skittering around, going around, and you could see some that were lying dead on the ground, mm-hmm. and he kind of like went over and like, oh, you know. Um, but it was leading us to Agra. Mm-hmm. So she shows up in Stone of the Wood, and she is, again, distraught. Yeah, this this is no good. This is this is uh, very bad, very very bad. And so, but he doing his job. He wanted to try to take her over too. Yeah, and she wasn't having no. any of it. In fact, whatever she did, whatever berry or blossom or whatever she used, basically, I guess to kind of heal it. Or yeah, I think it had like a, I think it had like a busted arm or a busted leg. Yeah. It was hurt. Yeah, and. So, which is probably how she's able to catch it. Yeah. Because it couldn't move full and it was hurt and she healed it. Yeah. Uh, with, I've and that's where very the, spit on it. And that's where the very, one of the lines that stood out mm, for me yeah. came in that, oh, stings a bit. Yes. It'll leave, it'll probably leave a scar, but scars aren't bad. Scars are good. good. 
A mind forgets, but scars remember. And so, again, seemingly throwaway line, Mm -hmm. it's not. It's not. And the thing that stood out to me, this being the first of two very important uh, lines, not necessarily, well, yes, to the plot, but I began to think through this is a children's it's it's a it's meant to be entertainment for the family, maybe not necessarily for small children, but for children nonetheless. What a wonderful, rich uh story and what a wonderful, rich opportunity that this show is creating for us. Uh, as adults to have conversations with the, our younger ones, sure. our, our younglings yeah. about life and about failing, about getting hurt, about getting scarred and, and how it's okay. Uh, it, it, scars don't kill you. You know, it, you just little lines like that to say, Hey, over time you're going to forget about certain things unless it's something that impacted you so much. And in some cases uh, can leave a physical scar, but it's not just the physical scar. Right. And so that's what I'm talking The writing, not just this episode, but the writing on this series is just absolutely deep and brilliant that I am happy that we have something like this. That isn't just, I'm not saying I am opposed to mindless cartoons and fun because you need to have that. Sure. You need to be able to veg out and just be entertained. But this takes it beyond just pure entertainment. It it takes it in the realm of, hey, look in the mirror, look at yourself, look inside and and, and think about the world that you live in more deeply. Sure. And that line really kicked off that thought uh, for me. And so here comes, here comes Saladon. Oh, Saladon, 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 Saladon. <sighs> she's so, and Augur says it best. She's so full of hatred mm-hmm. and anger, mm-hmm. and she can't see past that. And she has Saladon has no use for Augra, none. And so here she comes in the stone in the wood. She's all puffed up. She's got her new clothes. Mm-hmm. And Augur even makes reference to that. Saladon, new clothes, new crown. And here comes the line. Some wear clothes to hide their body, while others wear them to reveal their nature. Mm-hmm. It's like, man, this is so friggin' deep. That line stung, <laughs> dude. Oh, you talk about mm. cut just to a, the quick, but it didn't. Ha- it didn't. It didn't even impact Saladon. That's how far gone. Oh yeah, she, she gone. is. She is just gone, and uh, that breaks Agra's heart. Mm-hmm. And it was cool to see that Agra, because it would be very easy. To take a character like Saladon and shake your fist and be angry with her because she has taken no responsibility. She ta- she doesn't feel like she needs to be held accountable to any of the things that tra- has transpired. Oh, no. Everything is everyone else's fault. Every Exactly. It's 
everyone else's fault. It's not Celadon's fault. Hey, I did everything I was supposed to do. I did everything by the book. Mm -hmm. And, um, no, she just doesn't get it. And Agra, you know, Agra tries to talk some sense into her, but she's just not having it. And so, uh, Agra pops her little eye out and ships it off with Celadon so that she can see what's going on. And, it's that sequence that hurts even more. Oh, yeah. Because Agra, her heart hurts for Celadon, and sure. she's she's takes pity on her mm-hmm. because it's like she just doesn't know any better. And it's almost as though she, you know how people are just hurting so bad that they it's it's almost like a a hurt dog that's been cornered and you want to go help it you want to try to help make it mm-hmm. better and what does it do it snaps at, at you. you yep you know because it's been hurt and so it's like okay you're going to try to hurt me some more yeah and i'm not going to let you do that and i see that's exactly what Sailadon is doing i am hurting so bad i'm going to make sure no one does this to me again. And that's how, that's how some of us respond. Yeah. Uh, and so I totally get that. And so she's like, okay, let me go right out to the Skeksis and we're going to get this sorted out. Mm-hmm. Had enough of this. I'm going to broker peace. Oh yeah. Cause I'm you? awesome. I'm the all Madra. And they'll listen to me. They will listen to me. Yes. And how that, and work? they're merciful. And they're they're wise and they're merciful. Ultimately, they're kind and they care about us. And they want peace. Wrong. And (laughs) turns out, no. Which leads to some of my favorite lines in the entire show that the emperor has. He's just everything. No. No. (laughs) Mm. Mm. Interesting. No. No. (laughs) Well, and they, I mean... Good for her that she can walk into that viper's nest. Whew. Now, she didn't think it was a viper's nest, so hey. Yeah, and that's, yeah, she didn't, she felt that she was walking into friendly territory. Yeah. yeah. Not so much. Yeah. I mean, they eat her alive. All pretense has been just completely let go. Yeah, it's gone. They do not care. And um, they straight up tell her, we don't care about really, you anymore. We, we really just don't. We're not. No, we're not interested in peace. Yeah. We're not interested in anything you have to say. <laughs> we're not going to. And she keeps coming back. She goes, okay, well, let's try this. Okay, you don't want to do that. Okay, let's try this. And each time, no, 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 no. no. And then they just tear her up. Yeah, they descend on her and basically strip her of everything that makes her the all mod. Her fancy robes, her yeah. crown, all that stuff gone. Yeah. That was hard to watch. Mm-hmm. They drag her out of there by her hair. Oh, juice her up. Yeah. Oh, I'm we're gonna, thirsty. We're gonna, yeah. We're <laughs> your, your lunch. Yeah. Yeah. Man, that was tough. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was you, a rough scene. That, yeah. that and and you know we see it through Augur's eye. Yeah. You know she sent the little threader and the threader's carrying the eye around and and we you know and she's got we've got to watch part of that. Part of that scene is watching the heartbreak set in on her face. Mm. And again, we're watching a puppet show and 
I am, my heart is breaking with this puppet. Yeah. As you're watching the, her face, just see, you can see it in her face and her, her expression and just her body language. Yeah. That her heart is broken at this point for Celadon. That it's like, I didn't want her to have to see this. Yeah. I didn't want her to have to experience this firsthand. I wanted her to heed my warning. Yeah. And she's like, ah, she had to do it. But sometimes that's the only way you can learn. You got to stick your. Sometimes you got to stick your finger in that light socket. That's right. I was. I. I kept thinking, how many times have I done that? Yeah. Didn't he, heed someone's warning and had to learn. Oh yeah. Way. I mean, I. And, and I can think of things in recent years that have <laughs> bit me in the keister, and it's like, oh yeah, I should have listened to what the. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, what what a better what better way was there for. What better example is there that, you know, the truth hurts? Yeah. Quite literally. Um, so all throughout this as well, we see the Chamberlain working his magic. Mm-hmm. And um, I tell you, this dude, this cat. He's a piece of work. He, oh, man. Weaseling him, trying to weasel his way back in mm-hmm. uh, to the good graces of the emperor and weasel his way back in. To a seat at the table, so he concocts a plan with the uh, Gernex. Yeah, that seems right. Uh, to replace the general's essence with or, or his vial of F essence yeah. with uh, what is essentially, I guess, a placebo. Oh, yeah, and um, yeah. So the rest of them are all getting strong, and the general's getting weaker and sicker, and weaker and weaker, and yeah. And uh, so that that's working. Um, and the whole time at this point, the general's convinced that Chamberlain's his friend. Yeah. Yeah. Nope. So thoroughly has he worked his little thing, his deception his that, yeah. that the general's fallen for it. Yeah, hook, the, line, and sinker. Yeah, because the general blames the scientists. It's yeah. Like, yeah. You did this. You, you're the fraud here. Uh, you screwed. You did something wrong. Sowing the seeds. Of discord. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so we also see that the Gelflings learn that the Arathum lived in Groton. Yeah. Before them. And they're and, like, no, no, no. We, we lived here first. Uh, yeah. They're like, no, no, you really didn't. And in a weird way, they come to an understanding and develop an alliance. Yeah. They're like, hey, the Skeksis are to blame for everybody's problems. That's right. Because the Rathrum finally learned the true reason that the Skeksis wanted them to go there. It wasn't so much for them to wipe out the Gelflings so that they could have their land back. It's like, no, the darkening is taken <laughs> over is really seated bad in that place. That's right. And they got sent, they realized they've been sent there to die. That's right. Yeah. And those Nurlocks, and they go, don't they don't take they don't take kindly to it. No, and they they go crazy. Yeah, and the Nurlocks are wrecking shop on them. Totally wrecking shop, and then they they uh, totally destroy uh, the tree. Yeah, and uh, man, but is, the tree, its last act was imbuing Deet with the power with its to power. Yeah, yeah. And and again, reminding us that energy cannot be destroyed; it can only be transferred. Mm-hmm. So when she heals one of the Nurlocks, she takes it in. She takes in the darkening. Yep. And uh, whew, man, what's going to happen with that? 
uh, seeing some visions. Mm-hmm. Some of that stuff reminded me of the movie. Mm. I almost feel like some mm. of those things uh, were very reminiscent yes. of the movie and Jen yeah. healing the crystal. And I think the one gulfing yeah. running with a baby, maybe that was uh, Kira's mother. I don't know. Yeah. It's just maybe, a, maybe. It, it it felt like that. That's what it. Yeah, yeah it definitely it felt like. So I'd yeah, it definitely felt like we were getting visions of things to come, the future. Yeah, so and, I'd be interested to see how all of that uh, works out. How are we going to see that play out? But I think for me, one of the most important things in this episode was when um, Agra decides it is time for her to make her move. Mm-hmm. And she uses that exact line. Yeah. Which is the title from the previous this episode. episode. And so what is that move going to be? I don't know, but it's, but they, so, so she's perfectly willing to sacrifice. She's going to walk right back in the lines, then and, and give herself up so that those Gelflings, those paladins mm-hmm. uh, could go free. And uh, how's that going to work out? I don't know. Um, what what's else gonna, was what's important? Happen? Oh, the hunter! The hunter comes dragging in. Oh what yeah! The cat drug it. Look what the cat drug in. Man, he is hurting. He's in bad shape. Son. I feel as though. I feel as though maybe he's been mortally wounded. I mean, he's traveled a long way, and he's pulling uh, Brea uh, along mm-hmm. in that cage, mm-hmm. and he is clearly he is hurting. Um, but what's interesting is I don't feel like he makes it back to the castle very often. No, just doesn't seem that way. And so they're very shocked to see him. Yes. But it seems like they're more shocked that he is hurt. Yeah. Potentially dying more than anything else. And I thought that was interesting. And at first I thought, oh, well. They really do care about each other. And then I was like, oh, no. no, you dumb dumb. They care about themselves. They care about themselves. Because if the most if the strongest if one the of strongest, them can the most boss one can get that hurt and die, then what's gonna happen out Any of them could be next. Which is why the Emperor goes, then he must live at any cost. Mm-hmm. And so get all the essence you can. Do whatever you got to do. Do whatever you got to do to keep them alive. Why? Because we care about Skek Maul, the hunter? No, no. No. Because we are eternal. We are immortal. And if he dies, then we can die. That's no longer true. True. Right. And that's not going to happen. That's not going to work. And it is fascinating to me because... If they would stop and realize, you already know the truth. You're yeah. not immortal. The You're not of, eternal. The, the the level of self denial, the cognitive dissonance here is yes. palpable. Ah, it's like, uh, but that's what we do as well. Sure. It's like, let me let me be the ostrich and stick my head in the sand. In the sand, because if I can if I can manufacture this, if I can make this happen then that means this also has to be true. And so I can put off, um, I can put this, I can put death off for another day. Mm-hmm. And I don't have to think about it mm-hmm. anymore when what you should be doing is realize that your days are numbered 
and that like sand through the hourglass. So, so are, are the, the days, days of, of our, our lives. lives. <laughs> Boom. I've been wanting to use that <laughs> reference for like five years now. And I finally found a way yes. to do it. And I'm so proud of myself. Not really. I should be ashamed that I know anything about daytime TV, which is dying. I think there's only a handful of them left, but we're not doing recaps. No, we're not here for that. Daily soap operas or daytime soap operas. We're not doing that. We're not here for that. Ever. Or reality TV. We're not doing that. We're not here for that. Everything is a soap opera, except for this. This is not a soap opera. It's the antithesis of it. Well, it's kind of like a soap opera. But anyway. Anyway. (laughs) Great episode. Yes. Thoroughly enjoyed it. We only have two left. The penultimate and ultimate episode of season one of The Dark Crystal. And we got a lot of ground to cover. Yeah, there's a lot of ground to cover. I'm excited to see how they wrap this up. Mm -hmm. We are clearly ensconced in the final act. And um, don't you guys worry. We're going to record these final two recaps here within the next week. Yes, they'll be out uh, maybe next. Even, yeah. yeah, they'll be out by next week. Absolutely. We want to land the plane because we want to make sure we get all this out here and we don't get too far away from when it premiered. So, yeah. Because uh, we know, like us, y'all have already blown through this thing. That is true. We and both have finished it. That, true. And on purpose. And uh, and we know you have to. We know you have to. And too. the fact that you're here listening to this hey, means... Thanks. So much to Seriously, us. Seriously, because you've watched it probably the first weekend, like I wanted to, but didn't, and you're still here. So thank you. Yes. Thank you so much. Hit us up on Twitter, at Recap FM. Make sure you subscribe to our newsletter, yes. recap.fm slash newsletter, so that you can be well-informed of all the other cool shows that we got coming out. Mm-hmm. And you know what we forgot to do what? at the end of the last episode? We forgot to say, thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time. Resist! Resist!